Hey everyone, I'm Curtis. And I'm Shank. And you're listening to the Good Buds Podcast. Let's get sticky fingers. Welcome to the Good Buds Podcast, the show where good buds smoke good buds and talk about them. This is episode 15, airing Monday, November 23rd, 2020, on Spotify, YouTube, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Thanks for joining us. Today's episode is brought to you by Chris. That's right, true big dick energy Chris, the awesome dude who gifted me this fantastic weed that I'll be burning in this episode. He cured and cultivated it by himself, and I'm looking forward to burning it. His YouTube username is Spaced Station, and I'll have some links for you down below in the description. Thanks a bunch for the cheap, and on with the show. <laughs> Thanks again, Chris. And also, shout out to my friend Cameron. It's his birthday. Happy birthday, bro. Happy birthday, Cam. So, Shank, how have you been today? I've been pretty good, man. I've been having a nice busy day, uh, keeping on top of a few things that I had to take care of and looking very much forward to recording this podcast with you, man. Um, you know, it's always a high point of my, uh, my day when we get to record these, right? So how, how's your day been? Uh, my day hasn't been exactly good. Uh, unfortunately, oh. I got fired today. Oh, moderate oof, it, man. That sucks. It was from my side job at the bank. It, it was one that I just started, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Essentially, a lady had come in and she asked me to check her balance. Yeah, that's an everyday bank thing. Exactly. So I pushed her over and she yelled. Anyway, be sure to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you like what we're doing, check out our Patreon page. We have six tiers available, including bonus content and access to our private Discord channel. That's absolutely right, and we would love if you could go check out our page and consider donating to the show. Now, let's get into the reviews. Good buds review, good buds. So, Curtis, what are you burning today, man? Well, Shank, today I am burning on the very sticky and very sparkly glitter glue. Ooh, glitter, the herpes of the craft world. Absolutely. Now, glitter glue is a indica-dominant hybrid. This is, again, grown by Dubers here in Detroit, similar to the strain I had last episode. Now, I believe this to either be a house name for their version of superglue, because it has a lot of qualities that are very similar to that, but not exactly, so I'm not sure. It also has a lot more crystallization. Or nice. this is a house blend that they have. I don't know. It possibly has Northern Lights in it, possibly has other uh, glue variants. Not 100%. What I do know is it's grown by Dubers. It's called Glitter Glue. It's an indica-dominant hybrid. And it does have almost 25% THC. Whew. This is a hefty, nice. high little pack of, high little pack of nug. Uh, nice. But with that being said, the overall look of it, it is a medium-sized nug. It's very light, fluffy, and it's got this nice semi-dry uh, feel to it. That Here, I'll just give you a little ASMR right here. Oh, yeah. You can hear oh. that crunching up. Around. Nice. Now, Sounds so good. It's got a nice little mix of emerald and olive greens in there. It's got some lighter minty greens towards the base of it, towards you know going towards that center, but it also packs some nice uh, purple colors in there. Some purple on the leaves, <laughs> some purple on the inside a little bit. Very nice mix all Easily. throughout. Like a piece of art. Exactly. Now it's also got the. What's interesting is it also has these pockets of. Thick bundles of rust-colored hairs. 
Like normally they're spread evenly throughout, like one or two every, you know, equally spaced out or whatever. But these are actually just like almost clustered kind of like roots or like weeds, like sprouting out every nice. so often. Like tufts of hair coming out of an old yeah. guy's ear hole. Yeah, so it's a very interesting <laughs> yeah. effect that you get from it. And like I had mentioned nice. before, it also has a copious amount of crystals, both inside and out. Got sugar leaves that coat it. It's, uh, yeah, like I said, it's keeping on some of those sugar leaves, so giving it a natural look, but it also makes it just smell absolutely beautiful, which that smell is a very prime, very sharp citrus scent that comes out. Now, it does smooth and mellow out into kind of a floral scent, but it's just a very strong citrus scent in. It's a very hard citrus scent that lingers, and it has this very nice clean scent to it, too, that I think comes off of the uh, crystals. I think the crystals are nice. definitely adding some effect to that. Uh, but yeah, really strong terpenes. It doesn't say anywhere online, but I believe it has limonene and carifeline as some mm. terpenes in there, but that's just a guess on my opinion. Yeah, just throwing it out there. Hazard a guess. Exactly. Throw it at the wall, see if it sticks, which it definitely will, <laughs> yeah. because it's so yeah. sticky, sticky icky. Oh, nice. But Shank... What have you brought along for Smoke and Tell today? Well, speaking of sticky, 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 um, I have one of the legendary OGs, Gorilla Glue number four. That's right, man. The multiple award-winning strain. Uh, this one came from seeds that were uh, grown. Um, they were seeds from One Love Genetics, and it was grown by, like I said earlier in the episode, Chris, a good friend of mine, who you can check out on YouTube in the links below. Big Dick Energy, Chris. Um, Big Dick Energy. And um, now, this weed has been described as a bundle of trichomes with seeds and stems jammed into it. Um, and it's been crossbred from so many legendary strains that it would probably take me the rest of the episode to list all of its heritage, but I'm not going to bother doing that. We just know Gorilla Glue is very well known for a reason. Just um, know that ganja is the main root of the family tree. Straight up, straight up. And um, it's got, it got its name, actually, from the fact that uh, the resin was so thick on the scissors when they were trimming it that it would make them stick together if you didn't clean them after you were done. Uh, so that's magnificent. Oh, yeah. I know. I love it. Um, so this one is a hybrid sativa. So it's beautiful, fluffy, tight, yet tight nugs uh, that are cured exceptionally well. Uh, it's got a very light green um, with subtle red hairs tucked all throughout it, though. Um, the strange thing is, is when you look at it from a distance, it looks very crisp and tight, but the closer you get, the more it looks spongy and pillow-like. Kind of like one of those um, perspective-changing type things. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, like the Bob Marley paintings with the pennies and stuff. It's really cool. Um, so it's got a few sugar leaves all over it, just like yours. So, you know, a few dotted sugar leaves throughout the, uh, that add a nice darker forest green to the uh, overall light green tone of the nug. Um, and it gives it that nice natural look, which I really like seeing in, you know, you know, homegrown and, uh, self-grown strains that you don't usually get from the, uh, the store-bought strains. Cause most of the time the store-bought ones have either been tumbled or very carefully machined, you know, trimmed yeah. so that they're very very close to the nug right but um looks great but the smell the smell is very much gorilla glue it's a strong strong diesel smell um with hints of chocolate and coffee which is really nice because i like chocolate and i like coffee like especially together you know like cafe mocha that's my jam 
Right. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's got um, it's got this really nice dense earthy tone overall, um, like over everything, just kind of like you know sitting on top. Um, and because of the fact that this is like a bundle of trichomes jammed together, it's also got a very sweet, almost lemony tone um, sitting in the background as well. So it's 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 kind of confusing. It's a little bit all over the place. It's a beautiful looking nug. Um, Chris did a fantastic job growing this and trimming it and everything else, and I'm pictures of this will be available on Instagram for you folks to check out down below in the description. And uh, you can check out Curtis's strain as well. For They're sure, sure. both beautiful, I'm sure. Of and course. you are going to love them. Check us out on um, the Instagram. But, you can also check yeah. us out on our Reddit. And then you can check us out on our Facebook and our Twitter where we post memes and stuff there because ad-friendly, you know. Um. Yeah. yeah, yeah, hit those memes. And if you've got any memes or anything like that that you find hilarious or anything else, feel free to tag us in them on Facebook or post them on our page or on reddit you know like we're happy to see them and we love to interact with you guys as much as we can right so exactly it's kind of hard when we're you know it's kind of hard when we're two disembodied voices attached to two sexy looking green uh and purple characters on a youtube channel but uh we we are people here and we like to connect with you as people as well so but we do hope on hopefully switching that around soon uh with this being the announcement that we are planning on doing a couple live videos on instagram and facebook coming up so he's not wrong like comment make sure you're following us on all those pages so that way you can keep up to date with whenever we go live yeah you can get a bit of a heads up we'll be uh you'll be able to see our beautiful uh somewhat faces talk with us we'll somewhat. give you some shout outs stuff <laughs> like that you know what we're saying but yeah exactly right but we should uh i think you think we should burn some of this try some out i think we should i got a bong pecked here which my fingers are still sticky from <laughs> same here man i got one sitting in my uh sitting in my hand right here hell yeah you know what they say, bro. Lighter's out. Jokes go boat. Let's try this. Yeah. Oh, my lord. Mm. Oh, gee. That's Ooh. delicious, man. Oh, oh, so how's, yours, how's yours burning today, man? Ooh. So it's a very smooth, yet very full hit. Like, it's very calming, and it's very cooling. It rolls over the tongue and smoothly down the hosophagus. Hosophagus? Now, the, the citrus comes through very nice and smooth. Uh, it mm, kind of fills the mouth for a while and definitely lingers in there, but it definitely flows out into this... I don't want to say exactly earthy tone, but it just feels very deep, very rich, almost like caramel, I would say, like a very nice. caramely type of thing. Yeah, like, like it's a, a smooth, very like soft, a dense, smooth sweetness, though, so, like caramel or maybe some dark chocolate or something. But nice. it's very good, still potent. And like I said, calming, cooling, very delicious. I'm going to take another hit. Shank, how does yours taste for us? Well, mine was a very smooth but tart uh, toke. Um, had really strong diesel notes still sitting in there. Like, those diesel notes definitely stuck around. It's like a punch in the lung with love. Um, I really like it. It's uh, got a nice, slight, grassy um, tone that you get from the small sugar leaves that are on there, which add a lot to the overall taste. And, you know, a little bit of CBD into the mix to give it that balance that you really need. Oh, yeah. Um, Always overall, like that man, extra I'm a CBD kick to it. 
Yeah, it, I mean, as a you know, we're both we're both dudes with some aches and pains, so it helps out a lot, right? Exactly. Um, and uh, so it's really nice. The overall taste is gorgeous, man. It's it's beautiful. This was cured perfectly. Um, it's been treated really well. It's a clean, smooth, nice toke. The exhale is a little bit more uh, sharp, um, and it leaves me with a bit of a dry mouth, but nothing exceptionally bad. Like nothing I would write home about unless they're having a slow news week. Well. It's good for you, and uh, yeah. hopefully we can find some other opinions that sound similar, because it's time for the yeah, online man, yeah. opinions. These are the s- opinions of other stoners online, and we are other online stoners editing our opinions. I'm saying that a lot. Opinions. Damn right. So, the glitter glue has been known to have a euphoric yet tingling body high, which is interesting, because I haven't seen a uh, hmm. tingly strain in a while, at least. You gonna get tingly. Uh... It has a very relaxed and possibly, or it puts you into a relaxed and possibly sleepy state. So, if I start drifting off, sorry, bros. Um, it's got. I'll try to give you a nudge. Exactly, it's got some stress and anxiety relief, which is good because fuck life. Um, and <laughs> yeah, it appears. It appears that the only uh, side effect seems to be uh, some dry mouth. So, as always, I got bevs, I got everything prepared as normal. You know, be a prepared stoner if you're going to be one. Always. Exactly. Uh, what's it going to say about that Gorilla Glue? Well, for the Gorilla Glue, um, I am looking at, which is, this is kind of odd for a sativa strain, but I'm looking at a very relaxed, sleepy high. Um, apparently it's got a, it's quite known for cotton mouth as well. It's got a very strong body high, which may cause couch lock if I'm not careful. Um, so, um, I'm definitely going to be cautious of that. It gives you something completely different. I know, it's the old, the old switcher, the old bamboo, I've been bamboozled, guys. But, uh, but at the same time, but at the same time, um, just judging from that little bump that I got from that uh, that bong hit there, um, I think it's going to be an enjoyable feel. Um, it's got me already a little uplifted, so um, I'm going to personally add a little uplifting, initial uplifting effect to the uh, to that there. And uh, obviously, we'll post our reviews online, you know, and everything else, and you guys can check out obviously our podcast in video format and audio format to get our you know opinions on other different things. But check out multiple sources just like we do you know we like to find out everybody's everybody's you know thing because yeah. some people are saying it's relaxed and sleepy but who knows you may be having me other people might super high energy it's later. A crack effect and they're up all night working yep yep and yeah and you yeah who knows man right so it's it's all it varies but it's good to it's good to look at those opinions from other different perspectives, right? Which is why we always give you but at our s- opinions and theirs. But at the same time, it looks like both of us may get a little sleepy, so hopefully neither one of us gets faded <laughs> too well. Oh man, I can see that. Just like uh, to just end the episode, all they hear is just me and you like softly snoring in the background, and like <laughs> the outro starts playing. The outro, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We have to cut in an editor's note. Uh, yeah, we fell asleep, guys. Thanks for watching. Later. Yeah, editor's note, guys. We both fucking totally passed out hard. So we were saws. We were just hard faded. Which yeah, speaking saws. of faded, mm. huh? What do you know? That nice. joints appeared, dude. That was convenient joints, man. That's that was that's the awesome. easiest way I could have edited that possible. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> Once again, feels. Exactly. Um, so yeah, man, I got my joint, you got your joint. For show for show. You know what they said, or you know it's 420 somewhere. Everyone mm -hmm. around the world, doesn't matter. Lighters out, bros. Yep. Blaze it. Blaze it. Oh man, I can hear that sticky sizzle. I hear it too. I can just hear it oh. melting on, fucking resonating that end, oh. and it's already fucking resonated like halfway up. Yeah, let's, see, let's see if the ASMR will pick this up here. Hold on. I don't know. If I heard that. that up I heard that so well. Here, let's see if you can hear my line. <laughs> mm -mm. <laughs> mm, man, oh, it's so nice. That that burn is so good. Ooh, it's got a little bit more of a sharp, like a harsher edge to it in the joint here than the bong did. But I'm I'm not minding at all. Luckily, like I mine is remaining smooth, and a lot more of that citrus seems to be punching through now that it's in joint form. Uh, today, oh, I'm just man, smoking out nice. of a classic uh, zigzag, plain white, uh, quarter inch orange pack. Yeah, other I'm, adjectives. I'm out of my, uh, yeah, other, other adjectives to describe how boring a zigzag is. Um, and, I'm, and I'm burning, a, and I'm burning out of my, uh, I'm burning out of my OCBs as usual. Actually, there'll be a beautiful picture on our Instagram of, uh, the, um, the, uh, joint rolling setup that I actually had for this podcast episode. So, um, yeah, man, um, like this is, this is nice. It's burning really well. It's nice and smooth. It's really, it's a, it's a treat. Oh yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Very calming. Very full head. Hmm. Very tasty, and yeah, really nice. Experience. I'm loving this. I, it's yeah, funny this because Gorilla Glue is such a good award-winning strain, and mm -hmm. it just feels like since it won its awards, just everybody I know at least has at least smoked some form of Gorilla Glue, and every know, dealer right? and every dispensary always has some on stock. At least around know, here yeah, in like, Detroit, it's, that's like, what I it's mean. become like one of the number one strains around here. Then gelato, of course, but yeah, yeah, like well, that's what I mean. Like it's like it's one of those strains that's just kind of ubiquitous uh, with like marijuana and cannabis in general. Yeah, it's like it's one of those strains that literally everybody and their dog has heard of Gorilla Glue. It's starting to become it's, the it's Afghan, really yeah. the Hindu, the fucking uh, yeah. the Maui Wowie type of thing, where it's just like becoming a household name for marijuana. Or not household name, but one of the strands of it is becoming household. So very interesting. Yeah, no, it's 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 really uh like it's it's one of those things too where like this strain um I have had Gorilla Glue in the past obviously. Oh yeah, I have um, as well. It's one of those yeah, it's one of those things where uh like it it does taste very similar to other Gorilla Glue strains that I've had, but um it, overall. Um, it has a very distinct flavor to it as well, because you can tell that it was, it was, you know, nice and naturally grown, like, it was no, no chemicals, no nothing, like, it's just actually fantastically can, grown strain. I can go back right now, and I can look and see that we have done before, or, I've done, uh, Gorilla Cookies, that was yep. back in episode 9, and Gorilla we'll go check that out, and, yep. Uh, also, or we've also done citrus glue and monkey glue, and that was our very first yep. episode. So yes, that actually, was actually very nice. Hey. Nice way to celebrate our fifteenth episode. Yeah, fifteenth episode. Uh... Citrus glue and monkey glue, and now we're at fucking glitter glue and gorilla glue. 
So your strain grew yes. up and mine just got fancier. But it still <laughs> yeah, tastes know, like right? citrus. <laughs> yeah, but it's still very citrusy. But yeah, man, it's it's absolutely um it's absolutely awesome. I friggin' um I'm loving the taste of it overall. Like so Chris, once again I'd like to thank you for uh for hooking me up um with, with this for this episode so that I could uh burn it and enjoy it. I'm gonna actually put this joint out for just a moment here, just uh off to the side, save the rest of that for a little bit, because uh I I honestly I'm already getting a good lift from that as it stands. Um I don't even think that uh I need to finish the entire joint right off the get go, which is rare for me. Most of the time I do smoke the entire joint, so that's fantastic. I'm loving that. Oh yeah. Well it's a good treat. Let's know when you decide to light that back up again. I'm gonna keep smoking oh, on mine for a little bit. Oh, I will, I will. Um, yeah, man, but it's absolutely fantastic, you know, like, I mean, it's, uh, like, I'm gra- I'm so glad that marijuana in Canada is legal so that, like, we can grow this and gift it to one another, you know, we, we wouldn't sell it, selling it is illegal and everything else, you know, like, as right. adults, we can just kind of, you know, if I grow some, I can hook my buddy up with it, just give it to him so he can try it out or whatever, that's perfectly fine. Uh, we wouldn't sell it, um, he gave this weed to me, you know, yeah free of charge didn't even didn't even really request a big shout out or anything like that i decided i wanted to do it for him um but uh yeah man and so i'm glad that we can just you know since it's legal here in canada we can just grow plants in our house you know and we can try all kinds of different strains and try all kinds of different grows you know it's pretty sweet oh yeah makes me happy very nice and i really hope that that can grow to other countries obviously Mm. we talked last week about uh you know, America eventually having a vote on legalized marijuana, but that'll happen True, they're, they're working towards it. So, yeah, they're working towards nice. it. But that also uh, reminds me of something else. And in order to get into that, we have to get into some <clears throat> weed news worldwide. So, Shank, today we have a very special little bit of news for everybody here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, the... Mexican Senate committees have formally approved marijuana legalization bill for full floor action. What this means Ooh, is their rough draft has gone through. That was approved. Their secondary draft and everything has gone through. It's been approved by everybody. And it just has to get onto the floor to get voted by the last little bit to get voted through. And marijuana will become legalized in Mexico. That's fantastic on a countrywide level, man. That's magnificent to hear. Exactly. Hopefully we can hopefully this... we can soon welcome Mexico into the legal country club. And hopefully America follows suit and all of NAFTA can include marijuana as one of its tradable uh, crops oh, that it can that share be so between great. everybody. Which wouldn't would be, that be incredible. Great? We just all share weed. Exactly. That's the dream, man. Uh, just this... for all of us to be able to share weed, man. This bill would allow uh, adults 18 years and older to purchase and possess up to 28 grams of marijuana and cultivate up to four plants for personal use in Mexico. See, and now, very every nice, time I hear very that... regulated, very easy, and the main thing is I hope this either brings an end to violent gang activity and violent cartel activity in Mexico, Yes. minimizes it please. at least, or it helps cartel members legitimize if that's a word, yeah. I don't fucking know. I'm high. Uh, Fuck legitimize. Le- legitimize. Yeah, legitimize. Whatever. Yeah. But helps yeah, them legitimize and, I, yeah. and become normal, actual cultivators who actually grow it and sell it to a legal market. Absolutely, man. Like, absolutely. Because uh, it's like, you know, with with the like cartels and stuff like that, if they have the option to do it as a business and not have any legal, potential legal repercussions, they'll do it. 
Like, because they do everything they can now to mitigate getting in trouble by sneaking around. But if they can do stuff legally, then they will. Because it's easier than sneaking around, and ultimately it's cheaper. So it's just one of those things where it makes more sense for them to go the legitimate path if it's an available option. And if it's not, they're just going to keep doing what they're doing, right? So Right. Um, well, at the same time, if they legitimize yeah. the marijuana, that means they might have to cut out on, you know, the crack, cocaine, heroin, human trafficking. Oh, no, weapons. they can still do, they can, yeah, they still do that shit. They'll still do that shit. They'll just have another branch of the business. It's like the mafia. The mafia had, like, I mean, legitimate shit, Big Pharma does that still, had... so we're good. I know, yeah, it's not right. Like you can't, you can't tell me that this all, all these like thousands of kilos of like oxycotton and stuff like that that are ending up on the streets are just getting there through fucking like random people's prescriptions being put into wheelbarrows. Like you know, and that's where the like, guns come stealing. from too. Yeah, exactly. Right? You're not stealing. You're not stealing your aunt's pills and then selling them to some cartel guy who sells them to someone else. They're getting like bulk packages of pharmaceuticals, right? So we know, we know. It's all shady, but we know. Um, but um, regardless, blah, 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 and, it's all yeah. good. Regardless Mexico, of all that, it'll be good for you. Yeah, Mexico. If if that happens, it'll be really good. But like, not only like the one thing I want to touch on though from that is that you said they could have up to twenty eight grams or four plants, right? Correct. No, it's the same in Canada. You're allowed to have like up to twenty eight grams and up to four plants, right? Growing four plants in your house, right? Now that makes me think that nobody in the government, when they were writing that law, none of them had ever been anywhere near a cannabis grow. Because everybody knows that you can get more than 28 grams off of one plant. Well, they said purchase. And possess, I think they mean openly possess, as in carry around. probably in public. But I'm, like, talking, man, you can, like, because I'm telling you, you you can stockpile kilos. (laughs) Because the specific rule in Michigan for it is, at least, you can grow... Up to six plants if you are a non-medical patient. You can grow up to 12 plants per person if you are a medical. You can grow up to 25 per person and person under you if you are a caregiver. Now, if you are a non-medical cannabis user, you can possess up to two ounces on you, on your person, walk around with it, whatever, as long as it's either locked or away from you, so where you can't really Mm -hmm. smoke it. Then yeah, you just can't you burn can it. Possess it. The it's no problem whatsoever. Anything more than that, a little bit different. Edibles and concentrates are different. It's debatable, whatever. Um, but any more than that two ounces, as long as you're keeping it at home, locked away, you're allowed to have it. For example, I am technically breaking the law, or no, I'm technically legal right now because I have two ounces yeah. out. And all of my extra weed is locked in a lockbox that oh, I have go. the key for. So technically, I am legal right now. Oh, there you go. So that's fine. See, and and it's like loopholes like that. You know, that's the important thing is that. And like, um, and I I think you know ultimately that'll be good all around for Mexico. You know, like they'll be able to fucking yeah. smoke. They'll be able to smoke if they want to. Older people can start smoking, you know, like all of the old folks down in Mexico have been working hard their entire fucking exactly. lives. Can kind of, They can finally burn some weed, man. Which does get me into my next uh, little tidbit there. So, oh, yeah. A recent study has been done. Now, this study has, uh, based on uh, seniors, it nice. says that first-time cannabis users over the age of 60 has recently skyrocketed in seniors. So you talking to old people. Exactly. So a new study oh, I'm gonna from relight the, my joint, by the way. Oh. Yes, I'm gonna 
just go ahead and light that while you're telling the story because I'm going to burn one for the old folks. Anybody out there listening to this podcast that's over the age of, uh, fuck. 50. Just anybody who, anybody who considers themselves old. I'm not if even going to say, old, or even if just, you don't, if you feel old, this smoke. is this joint right here. I'm, bur- I'm burning it to you. I'm going to just light this joint. Yeah, there we go. Old lady. All right, man. Look. So we got old, old people, old people yeah. smoking weed. So these old people. Fuck yeah. It's a new study from the University of California, San Diego. They found mm-hmm. that 15% of older cannabis consumers use it for to fight the system or symptoms of aging. I thought you were gonna say fight the system. <clears throat> I was about to be like, yeah. Get off my lawn, you fuckers! <laughs> I got my cane in my jeans. Come and. Fuck the police coming straight out the old home. <laughs> so, uh, you know, this helped with stuff like pain, insomnia, anxiety, stuff that normal people who are aging, of course, fucking deal with. Yeah. But they took a closer look and they went to a geriatric center. Um, yeah. The participants were all above the age of 65 years old. 73% of the ones that were surveyed were over the age of 75 years old. And there was a total of 568 people that they surveyed. Here is what they found out. Out of all, out of those 568 people, 78% of them reported that cannabis was primarily used for medical reasons. Hmm. That means 78% of them smoke weed and use it for medical reasons. Uh, Pain, anxiety, and insomnia are the most common symptoms that they uh need to fix or yep. you know and 61% of seniors started using cannabis for the first time at the age of 60 mm. uh now a little snippet here pain insomnia and anxiety were the most common reasons for cannabis use and for the most part patients reported that cannabis was helping to address these issues especially with insomnia and pain this was by Christopher Kaufman PhD the assistant professor in the division of geriatrics and geron geron gerontology. Yeah, the study of the study of old people. <laughs> That's a <laughs> But anyway, yeah. So gerontology in the department of older. medicine and UC at UCSD and one of the study's authors, and he said that in a press release. Seriously, gerontology. I gotta Google this. Yeah, dude, like, the study of old people, like, I don't, I'm not getting it. It's like, that's cool. I mean, if that's a, like, no, seri- you can oh, go sh- into. Okay, seriously. The scientific study of old age, the process of aging, and the particular <laughs> problems of old people. So gerontology dude. is literally the study of old people. That's dude, hilarious. you know what, though? I remember, oh, dude, you know what? Honestly, I remember where I heard that word before in the past, too, because I was watching, I remember a program on the Discovery Channel like ages ago and they were talking about that and they were talking about alleles like those like little like cell things that basically like they're they're what make up you like they're yeah. the little bits that make make yeah, up you metachlorine. They, they said, yeah. <clears throat> yeah metachlorine and they've got these little forky things and they were and i remember the one thing that i took away from the show i forgot fucking almost everything else right yes but the one thing i took away from the show was that they have these little like two-pronged fork things on the end and normally what happens is the tips of those reproduce to make new ones. Like, you know, that's how they reproduce is the, they form out of those tips and mitosis. then they split off, right? See? And mitosis, yeah, through mitosis. Ha ha, yeah. The powerhouse of the cell. 
I fucked that up. Anyway, anyway. So anyway, see, like I said, I fucking forgot everything. So, but except the one thing I remember is that they said that these alleles, these things, they get shorter as you age. Like the tip of them gets shaved off, like every time they replicate over Ow. time. And yeah, I know, right? Apparently, you don't feel it though, which is really weird. But what they said basically is that once they got too short, your cells started reproducing weird, and that's why as you get older, you start getting like liver spots and really thin skin, and like you know, you like your bot your cells start to de- deteriorate, your cartilage deteriorates, your bone mass, and everything else. You start to because freeze. of the fact that yeah, the parts that normally would keep reproducing and be healthy to keep your body strong and youthful have aged to the point or have gone through the phase so many fucking times that they they just they're tired of your shit and they stop doing what they're supposed to do and that's apparently why we die so a lot of these this program was apparently focusing on these scientists that might have been these what what is it gerontologists yeah gerontologists these old personologists and apparently they were looking for a way to make it so that those cells don't wear away or don't wear away as fast to basically artificially enhance a person's lifetime, like life scale. Like it would make it so that your cells would continue reproducing nice. forever and like, but in a healthy way, like they would never start to deteriorate. Did, and they would the, never, uh, like, did those elderologists ever figure it out? Um, I, I don't think the old fogeyitis, uh, I the old fogeyitists figured it out. Um, they might've, I haven't looked the thing up in years and frankly, until you mentioned it right now, um, I hadn't thought about it at all. So well, I may Google that and yeah. update you guys in the next episode. Yeah. We'll figure out if sweet. the, um, the fucking geezerologists have figured it out or not. Yeah, that's that's a good idea. But uh, you know what? Um, it's really crazy because I was thinking to myself, you know, since a lot more old people are smoking weed now, right? Right. Oh. Like they're gonna need, like you know, those novelty phones with the giant fucking keys that are like the size of your fist. Yes. Like so that they can see it. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I'm just looking at this package of weed next to me, like this package of weed that I got sitting here. Right. And I'm. Not going to say that I need reading glasses to see what it says on the package, because I can read it perfectly fine. Right. But I can tell that I may at some point in the future need reading glasses in order to read that fucking print, because it's kind of small. Yeah. Um, even the, even the, like, you know, the title of it, right? But, and that got me thinking. News, like, uh, are there any... Articles or studies out there about, you know, old people and, like, marijuana, like, in medical, like, and stuff like that, and packaging. Right. Like, you know, because, like, my stepdad's a medical user, and I know a lot of medical users, and, like, you know, they're getting older, man. Like, they're aging. It's an aging group, and more old people are getting other old people to smoke, which is kudos to you, old guys. If you're sitting there in the nursing home looking at your buddy going, have you ever smoked weed? And he's like, no. And you're like, well, come on, let's go out back and I'll burn tube with you. You'll fucking love this shit. <laughs> It'd be awesome. Like, that, that's going to be me if I ever end up yeah. having an old body and I'm not put into a robot body by the time I'm old. Um, but I looked into it and I found out something really in- interesting about cannabis packaging. 
Um, and that's my news article for today, actually, has exactly to do with that. It's about weed packaging that basically companies out there, there's no legislation right now about it. Like, I mean, general, they have general legislation saying you need to have like THC content and CBD content and stuff like that because it's just something you need to label, right? Right. But with naming conventions, like you said with your strain you're smoking today, that beautiful glitter glue, right? Yeah. You don't you don't know whether that's like legit it's a strain called glitter glue that's called that or some dealer just decided that that would market way better than gorilla glue or than, you know, than what was the other one that it looked like you said? Right, uh, super glue. Super glue, yeah. Like it, it could be super glue, but everybody knows super glue, so right. they named it glitter glue. They right, could have put, it. yeah, they could have put or uh, gave it some kind of different, uh, yeah, formulation of tea or something, or added different kind of light to make the crystals grow yeah. a little more. Exactly right. So a lot of industry, uh, I don't know how are growing exactly own... works. If you are a grower out there, please don't hate me. Just subscribe or just subscribe and then comment and tell me how I'm wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and I do know a little bit about it and I know that with crossbreeding and everything else like that, it is a fairly complex process, but it it is, it is a traceable thing. It's like, it's a, yeah. like, it is a traceable thing. Right. So, I mean, like there are going to be hints of each strain and varying on whether, you know, how the strain is grown and everything else It's going to have different, uh, different mixtures right whether you take the pollen from one or the seed from another or vice versa right right um so it's it's one of those things where it could be an actual new strain made by the people who grew it or it could be one renamed in order to sell it better and i've noticed that with uh, some medical companies like uh the medical company med relief i think the aurora now they've been bought out um they have a strain called thor which is ghost train haze um, and we smoked, actually, I smoked Ghost Train Haze, I believe, on our spooky episode, did I not? Yes, you did, you did. Yes, I did. Halloween episode. And so, uh, so, yeah, on the Halloween episode, check it out on our Anchor page, or any of our other pages. And so, it's one of those amazing things that, uh, like, Thor, what they call it, is literally Ghost Train Haze, right? Mm-hmm. So, they just branded as Thor, because, you know, a medical user doesn't necessarily want to be buying Ghost Train Haze. You don't really want to be thinking about ghosts if you're potentially right. dying. Thor. Good marketing. Smart. So Thor, though, Thor is a fucking mighty brand. And everyone honestly, Thor works this, because having smoked... Work. I was literally about to say, having smoked the, the Ghost Train Haze and enjoyed it so friggin' much, um, like, it smelled like Chris Hemsworth, what I imagine he would smell like. I don't know for certain, but, like, it's just what I imagine he would smell like is what that weed smells like. It, it was... It was Beautiful. Australian musk and California. Just, just beauty, <laughs> just, just radiant beauty. I mean, and my my wife and I agree, radiant beauty. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's really cool though because a lot of companies though, um, are starting to switch it a little bit because they did some studies. Um, so Science Daily did a study about THC levels in edibles. And they found out that most most consumers age 16 to 30, by the way, if you're 16, why are you doing edibles, man? Come on. If you're getting, don't do a study about it. If you're like, come 16, on, why? why are they allowing you to do a study about that? Yeah. Yeah. No, well, no, I mean, it's, that's the thing is, you know, like it could be an what anonymous study, right? They could have so just, just seen if they read the packaging. So, and not only that, if you're a medical user and you're 16, that's fine. But anyway, to be fair, if you're using for medical purposes yeah, when you're 16, exactly go nuts. Right. But anyway, go nuts. 
Uh, but anyway, they, uh, ages 16 to 30 couldn't identify if an edible had a low or high THC level based on the label. So basically, they handed them a label of an, edi- an edible with a label on it, and they were like, hey, does this have a low or high THC content? And they'd look at it, and they'd be like, fucked if I know. You know? Right. So, they, and they, uh, if you add to that the fact that uh, roughly 30% of Americans consume weed, um, which is a pretty fucking big audience, um, that could benefit from, you know, the weed that they smoke if they knew more about it. So, a couple, uh, a couple it's actually really funny. Um, because, uh, there was a, a freelance package designer named Jen Osborne is quoted as saying, some strain names are kind of weird. What the F is Gorilla Glue? What does that mean? Awesome. My strain was named in the fucking article. Oh, wow. Love it. It's that ubiquitous. Exactly. <laughs> it's literally in an article about weed. Um, so it's fantastic. But we know so why it's stra- called that name now, so... I know, we know, now we know, yeah, whatever, the reason why it's called Gorilla Glue is because it sticks your scissors together like Gorilla Glue and you have to heat them up, anyway, um, so essentially what they're saying is that creative naming coupled with the plant's federal illegality, which means that, you know, federally there's no regulations for it, so state to state, the same strain could be called something different, like, you know, like Skywalker OG could be Jedi Kush in another place or whatever, they don't fucking care. Exactly. Um, as long as it sells, right? You sell to the demographic, which isn't dumb. That's why marijuana has its names in the first place. Pineapple Express and everything else. They all got Kinda their names. Girl Scout cookies. Like, yeah, that's how business works. You you market. But the labeling sucks for shoppers. Like, if you're out there, you don't really know a lot about it. So some brands are starting to switch over to better packaging with more educational information on it. So they're saying things like, you know, what kind of effect, like the, how we give the reviews from other people online. We look right. up, you know, the, how many people say it's euphoric, high lifting, like yeah. that kind of thing. They're putting that on the packaging as well as the full THC content and the terpenes, whether it's an indica or a sativa. You, um, if you recall, I had that strain a little while back that had nothing on the label. It didn't say, yeah. it what just it said, you know, like it didn't say whether it was sativa or indica so i had to google it and look around quite a bit to find out that it was a hybrid right but um it's a uh, one of those things where they're starting to be more transparent with what's in their cannabis like the terpenes and everything else it's really and cool. uh yeah and so i think you know like touching back on that old people smoking thing they're making the packaging more clear like you know they are rather than if they're growing a strain of gorilla glue that's different for their brand they're not calling it, like, elephant glue or anything like that, right? Right. They're calling it Gorilla Glue by this company, right? Exactly. And so if a, if a person goes into a store and wants Gorilla Glue, they see Gorilla Glue by that company or whatever, right? And the company has a breakdown of all the different, um, like, terpenes, what it'll do, the general effects... See, um, and not only does that help with the customers and everybody like that who wants to help it, that helps us out because we really want to give you guys as best of a breakdown as we can on these strains. And right now it's based on the packaging that we get it in, the person we get it from, and what we can find online. So if it just comes Big in time. the package like that straight from the horse's mouth, fuck yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah actually, in fact, it mentions directly that in the article. Um, it, it, it references directly that it says, uh, because I would consider us to be connoisseurs. Yes. You know, like we, we enjoy different strains for different reasons. You know, we appreciate them all for their we own. We are ganja 
we are Gonjasaurs, you know? Oh my god, we're Gonjasaur. All right, if someone out there wants to make a Gonjasaurus Rex, I will love you forever. Sure uh, but make him look has. fancy and classy. He needs a monocle. Because, um, I mean, he's a classy, you know, Gonjasaur. Yeah. But anyway, so they mentioned that specifically, though, for the Connoisseur. Um, it's saying that a direct quote from the article, which you can find on Weed Maps, uh, by the way, which we'll have a link for in the, uh, we'll have a link for all of our nude ar- news articles. Oh. Not nude articles. Our news articles. Only, Curtis's only fans will be available at 600, fa- 600 subscriptions. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but guys, uh, let's like, get it. Good buds. <laughs> good buds, good buds. Let's get it. Let's get it. But um, so what they say, a direct quote from the article says that uh, the connoisseur is uh, an experienced consumer who wants all the possible information available. Yes. Right. Check. And this group is looking for different tastes and profiles of strains. If you're looking at a strain and it says fruity and citrusy, now you're starting to imagine that. If you get excited for that, purchase. Or, like, it's getting, yeah. you know, it's getting you excited for the purchase. So they're saying it, it's smart for them on a marketing level to tell you what a cannabis is going to be like right. before you buy it. Not to mention, so like, it doesn't, that means we don't have to, you know, let's say you and I message like, oh, let's uh, get a string kind of like this for today or a string kind of like this. Yeah. And now we can just go to the store and be like, oh, this one says right on it, it's orangey, it's this, this is the name of it, yep. this is kind of We're similar. We're looking for... We're looking for a fruity strain, fucking grab a, you know, go look for a fruity strain, you know, like it's, it's amazing. And I think it's smart. And not only that, but I know, now I know folks out there listening that you may think to yourself, well, if I can read what it's like on the package, why would I listen to the Good Buds podcast? Now I'm asking you right now to shut the fuck up and stop asking stupid questions. It's for our sexy voice, the (laughs) ASMR. And everything else yeah. that's good about the book. Yeah, frankly, and, and not only that, but it's fun to not have to read shit and just to be able to smoke a joint and have some buddies talk to you about things, right? So, um, yeah. So, I mean, frankly, I think it's great because it'll help us out. It'll help you out. And I think ultimately getting more information about cannabis out there in general is the best thing in the world to do. I don't care whether it's through subscribe. our podcast, through multiple other sources. Subscribe. And uh, through anything else. Um like, it's just one of those things where I'm glad to get more information out there in the world, and these packages are going to do that, which will definitely be, I think, beneficial all around, man. Like, yeah. knowing more about your weed is always good. Exactly, and hopefully that catches on almost universally, and then if yeah. America and Mexico both legalize marijuana on a federal level, hopefully it'll be, you know, unanimous between all three of us, so... Oh, straight up. And I mean, it's going to be a lot easier, I think. It would probably be, you know, like, I can imagine, like, if, like, like these marketing campaigns, like, I wonder if, like, Seth Rogen and Snoop Dogg and stuff like that, if their companies are going to embrace that. Oh, I got a story for you, Segway City. Huh? Thank you, sir. <laughs> um, hey. So, before oh. uh, before I get into that really quick, uh, the senior story, that was on Cannabis.net. Yeah. Link's below in the description. Yeah, links will be below for all of these stories for you guys. Now, the story I have for you right now comes to us from Marijuana Moment. Mm -hmm. Now, this news article is a little bit confusing, but trust me, go with it. Listen. I'm flowing with you, brother. The Fed's site, Marijuana Comments by Seth Rogen, Joe Rogan, and other celebrities in a COVID PSA database. So let me give a okay. explanation here. Okay. So essentially, the Trump administration have considered the 
celebrities' views on marijuana legalization and drug use to be a relevant factor when selecting a spokesperson to participate in a public education campaign on coronavirus prevention. Now, they okay, have... I get it. Now, essentially, they have fucking... Oh, sorry, got a burp stuck. Hold up. Uh, All right, so, well... That's why you watch while this you're podcast. Getting that... Damn right, folks. And But while <laughs> you're getting that out there, um, basically, uh, so what you're saying is that the government wants to do a PSA campaign and that they're, like, asking celebrities to do stuff in the campaign and they're basically, like, yeah. they're judging so, whether they should be allowed to or not and, like, smoking so, weed's one of the things that's, like... What they're doing, cur- <laughs> what they're doing currently is yeah. they have a... what they're calling a celebrity tracker database that is being maintained <laughs> oh, by the... Uh, Trump administration. Oh my, dude! Can you imagine being on that fucking team, bro? Here's the like, th- okay, you, this... honey, gotta go to work. You go into your office. I'm tracking down fucking that guy who wrote Despacito today. Just watching fucking TMZ to see what these celebrities say as part of your oh government mandated job. Hey guys, guys, take Ricky Martin off the list. Apparently, he thinks Trump's neck looks like a chicken's fucking gizzard. They're going. <laughs> All they do is just scan Twitter to see what these people are saying. Um, but essentially... That, that, yeah. So, <laughs> this database has listed nearly 300 celebrities um, that, contra- that contractors have vetted as potential spokesperson for a helping the president will help the country as a campaign <laughs> to promote public safety amid the pandemic. No, hold up. On that for a second. Was that... Helping the president. Helping the president will help the country. Yes, we're not. Helping the president. We're not extremely political here, and we know. Come to your own conclusions. We gotta skip it. We're running low on time here. So. Yeah. No. Yeah. Just. Um, I'm not touching that one with the ten foot pole, folks. Just exactly. Uh, come to your own conclusion on okay. that one. Come to so your own conclusion. This on that. list. <laughs> okay. This list has been obtained by a congressional committee inquiry into COVID-related spending by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Jesus fuck lawyer talk. Oh my god, do they have like a, do they, is there a way to make like an acronym out of that or something? Like, what is that spelled? Is that spelled like, I mean, I could, but testicle? nobody would understand it. So. Doesn't go? Anyway. All right. Marijuana specifically came up. Now, the way this is set up is essentially it says the celebrity's name. It says what their response is in terms of being asked for this question, whether their yeah. answer is pending, whether they've accepted, declined. Or if yes, no, a, maybe so. Maybe, yeah, maybe is actually yeah. an option. Next to yeah. that, they have a note section that describes a little bit about what their political history is, and if there's mm-hmm. any, uh, anything that pertains to the liberal agenda. Quotes, quotes. Um. <laughs> yeah. Basically, no leftists mar- around here. Basically, marijuana, <laughs> pro drug, pro life pro choice any of that kind of stuff lgbtq pro human um, pro human rights (laughs) yeah sorry if i missed a couple letters there sorry um yeah just lgbtq plus i think is the best way to go about it yeah just anybody in the the community just say anybody anybody in humanity that's not a fucking douchebag exactly so (laughs) essentially it'll list all that stuff as well as prior convictions so if they have been arrested duis anything like that charges have been dropped suspended whatever all in there yeah 
On top of that, it also has a section based on the general demographic that these people are targeted to hit. Okay. I see so, that. So, yeah. Marijuana specifically came up in the notes section for four would-be celebrity spokespersons, being Seth Rogen, Seth MacFarlane, Kelly Clarkson, Army Hammer, and Whoa. there is a fifth, but I'll get to him in a second. Wait, Kelly Clarkson? Yes. Uh, Kelly Clarkson. Oh, Kelly Clarkson! Has voiced her liberal yes. opinions, including legalizing <laughs> marijuana and NFL protests against police brutality. You know what? I like her even more. I like. Kelly I've always Clarkson. liked Kelly Clarkson. I Kelly Clarkson's she... great. Now, there's a couple other people on here, such as Kim Kardashian, Kelsey Grammer, Tito Ortiz, Andrew Zimmerman, and Jason Bateman. Each were noted mm-hmm. as having discussed using drugs or struggling with addiction in some way or form. Hmm. Now, the one who was flagged for the most wide-ranging pro-drug legalization views. Uh, small drum roll here. Uh, Joe Rogan. Fellow podcast host. I can't really say fellow. He's significantly above us. Um, Hey, man, hey. But Joe Rogan. We're all equal in the podcast game. All respect to Joe Rogan. I'm sure he'd give all respect to us. You know? We love you. Thank you. Love love goes both ways. Exactly. So... If you want to do Athawaska together, I'll do it with you. So Joe Rogan has his status as maybe with a follow-up. His additional notes are one of the longest ones on this list, stating as overcommitted, check back next month, critical of Catholic Church, has spoken critically of Vice President Joe Biden during current presidential campaign, publicly supports pro-drug legalization views, arrested in Las Vegas for a fight in 2005, charges dropped, and his demographic is general public. Because, <laughs> fuck yeah, everyone loves Joe Rogan, doesn't matter. Yeah, everybody everybody knows who Joe Rogan is, whether you know him from his Fear Factor days, or you know him from his aliens or wearing people's faces and running the government phase, it doesn't matter. Like, right. it doesn't at all. Like, you know Joe, you know who Joe Rogan is. For sure. Or are you punching people in the face phase, or announcing other people punching each other in the face phase, you know him. Exactly. He's got a foot in every, he's got a, he's got a hand in every pie. So, and a foot in every door. Yeah. So, now the full list has been revealed, and the link is in the description below. You can check it out. Yep. It's like I said, it's over three hundred celebrities on a PDF oh. form. It's thirty-four pages long, in this huge graph. That's a lot of people. There are. <laughs> it's pretty hilarious how they've uh, uh, placed some of these people on this list. I can tell Martha you, Martha Stewart. I can, heard no. I convicted felon. Did you find? Wait, did you find her on here? No, I didn't. I I didn't. I, I didn't know. Probably oh, find I, her on I, here I at some point. <laughs> if she, if um, she's on there, that I can. Fantastic. You guys, hi- you no, no, you guys out there, tell us. Little, if she's on there. Little highlight right now. Only two people have accepted, being Dennis Quaid and Mark Anthony. I'm not shocked by either of those people. And. <laughs> There is a pending answer from Kirsten Dunst, Reese Witherspoon, Mariska Haggerty, or Mariska Haggerty. Haggerty. I always Mariska Haggerty. Mariska Haggerty. I know. Shank loves the name. <laughs> I always have trouble saying it's, it because I have. It's one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite TV actor. Like it's one of my favorite TV actor names, I, and I just I loved also, people. You know what? Controversial yeah, opinion. But, I loved okay. the Love Guru. Okay. Um. So we got to move on. So. Right. Yeah, her, Jim Carrey, Brad Pitt, Scarlett Johansson, Jennifer Lawrence, Mark Ruffalo, Robert Downey Jr., Juliana Moore, and 
the entirety of Maroon 5 forward slash Adam Levine. <laughs> are all on Full stop. <laughs> full stop. Full stop. Full stop. All right. Right now, phone call from phone call from Maroon 5's manager. You be you be Adam Levine, I'll be the manager. Okay. And pretend the band pretend the band isn't on board, but okay, you might you. be okay with okay, it. Okay, got you. <clears throat> uh, hey Adam. Uh it's your manager calling. Oh shit. I didn't know we were playing that far into it. Hold on a second. <clears throat> oh hey, I'm on a payphone trying to call you. What hey, are Adam, the things you got to say? All right. So Donald Trump and his administration want you to get into this thing where you go and you do an anti-COVID message. You and the band, you know, you get up there, maybe sing a little song, do a little dance, uh, say you know, wear a fucking mask. Yeah, I hear you. I hear what you're saying. Okay, uh, can you run it by the boys real quick and just see if they're down and just uh, get, just uh, just let me know. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, I'll I'll see what they're saying. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I, 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 yet. I, I, oh. yeah man, I, I don't think they're going for it, man. I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm on board, but I don't think they're going for it. All right, so no, that's fine. Sure, that's No, Adam, say no more. That's fine. Uh, we really didn't even want those schlubs. We really just want you specifically. Actually, the list said if we can get just you without them tagging along, that would be preferable. So you can, yeah, uh, you're, 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 that's fine. I'm not a hun. Okay. Um, hmm. Leave me as yeah, pending. No, I'll sign you up. Leave, leave me as no, pending I'll... for right now, and I'll, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Like I said, I'm at okay, a payphone. Yeah. I'm trying to call home. Okay. Yeah. I'll. Uh, I'll. I'll leave. How the fuck did I call the payphone? This is all right. Whatever. The skit just fell apart. But anyway, I'll call you back, Adam. Yeah. yeah. I'll call you back later, Adam. Bye. All right. Bye. And that's pretty Bye. much how I see that going down. Yeah. That's how I see that going down. <laughs> I wish I knew more Maroon Five songs. I could have made that way funnier. <laughs> <laughs> probably would have been a better bit but at the same time that was pretty goddamn gold that was good. um like no seriously like that's and that's how i see that going down like you know like him just calling up i'll call out maybe like adam you down no well the band's not are you down yeah <laughs> all right screw so this guys <laughs> yeah. yeah we didn't really want them anyway uh some other celebrities on the list who have definitely declined are kate hudson christina mm-hmm. applegate dwayne johnson mm-hmm. selena gomez britney spears and Mark Wildbeck. You can smell what the rock is smoking. Mackie Mack. He don't want to supplant Donald Trump. Mack Wildbeck. I mean, he wants y'all to wear a mask. He wants y'all to be safe, but he just doesn't... Say hi to your mother for me from six feet away so you're safe. Exactly. (laughs) Come to Wahlberger. Dine out. (laughs) Dine out. Take out only. Get a burger. (laughs) No, I love it, man. No, seriously, though. Like, this list is... This list is pretty fucking comprehensive, dude. There's a lot of people on here, and I'm sure that they asked more than they've got entered on here. They just haven't put them in yet. Like, I'm sure they have some dude. Can you imagine that being your job, man? Like, you tell you, you like, I'm, I'd be like, yep, yeah, going to work. And you go in, you fucking get up to your computer, you slide in on your desk, take a sip of your morning Joe. Your Log whole in. job is just going fucking on TMZ, TMZ windows, like six different screens with like TMZ on it. I'm just tracking down, like. Like, you know, Keanu Reeves mugshot. Can I find it? Can I find it? Can I find it? Oh, the internet's going to hate me for this one if I, if I decline him. So I uh, not. His answer is pending still, but they do have on yeah. here he was arrested in 1993 for a DUI, has not made a public That's statement true. about Trump or politics. His demographic no. is general population. No. Uh, Keanu Reeves, doesn't. He does, he's typically, he doesn't 
mention get or get involved with politics really he's like he, he's he tries his best to just stay out of everything he doesn't really want to live like a celebrity so he doesn't right which is okay. you know it's funny because it's it's funny because other celebrities are flashy and they don't want to be followed by the paparazzi but they are and he's just like whatever and he's not really followed by the paparazzi every now and then they spot him and they're like hey what's up and he's like oh hi nice to see you Oh, yeah. Can I buy you a sandwich? Are you cold? Do you want some coffee? <laughs> you know, like, like yes, man. Like, so that's that's uh, that's how you gotta be, man. Just no matter how big you get, just try to be live live at a level that's comfortable, but never extravagant. Why not be extravagant? Except, well, have a few extravagances. I mean, you know, you can have like you know, like golden giant bongs and shit like that, and that would be magnificent. That'd Fuck you, fine. I'm having my giant golden bong statues on the way to my fucking $3 million bong water pool. And, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> Big nope. Big yes. Why don't you just have it, like... There's gonna be chlorine in it, so it's water. gonna be clean. But hold up. Why don't you have, like, instead of bong water, why don't you have it so that it's water with a bunch of fucking CBD, like, mixed in? So it's just like CBD water. CBD pool. Oh my god. CBD swims. You could recreate the CBD sea. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this. I hate everything about how much uh, I love this. I love this oh, and I man. hate it. Oh. Fuck. Oh, you, you know, know what? what I'm going to steal your you line. Yeah. Brother, I was about to steal that line from you, but no, I am feeling you. magnificent. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I'm I'm feeling great, dude. I'm not feeling drowsy at all. I'm not feeling couch locked at all. I'm giggly. Um, I do have a bit bit of weight to me. Like you know, my eyes are a little bit squinty. I can tell by looking at my reflection in the monitor near me. Um, like I can tell my eyes are kind of squinty, but I'm fine. I'm like you know, alert, awake, having a great fucking time, man. Like this is good weed. I genuinely enjoy this, Chris. Thank you again for hooking me up with this amazing stuff. It's mind-blowingly good i love it i really appreciate it but how's yours hitting you curtis how are you feeling so i'm definitely a little bit tingly i'm definitely <laughs> relaxed to the point where i could definitely just pop my lever on my chair back and just lean back and go just but blonk. i'm not gonna do that for the sake of y'all um no sir haven't gotten to too much of the dry mouth yet and i nice. definitely am feeling happy giggly and jokey which is definitely not being said in the uh, reviews or anything that I've seen on it. So No, same here. Mine was mostly like, couch lock, couch lock, couch lock. So I'm like... Right, and mine was mostly <laughs> like, yeah, sleepy, couch lock, relax. But, yeah, no. It, it, I don't know. It's it has good. a different effect on me, I guess. Like I said, yeah, different effects for different Everybody's people. Everybody's different. Yeah, no, we all have different effects, no, and that's amazing, man. Like, I I enjoy this a lot. It's really, really tasty. Um, Honestly, there's another... I got probably another bowl worth here grinded up. Dude, I can probably stand well. to get rid of it. Well, let me just... Uh, I'm just going to toss them in that bowl. More in that bowl. All right. So. Yeah, yeah. Final bong of the episode. Got our bowls packed, bros. We got our lighters. Yes, sir. Lighters out, bros. Blaze it. The ladies and gentle dems.
Mmm. So clean. See, the bong is a different different toke from the joint with the string completely, I'm, like, I'm noticing. They're both great in their own distinct ways, but holy crap, man. It's it's way different. This is, for me, I think this is mostly going to be a bong weed because this is, like, it has that nice, nice, like, smooth flavor. Ugh. Damn. That one did it for me. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Hold on, let me uh, give him a digital prod there. <coughs> Curtis. Fuck. Gotta do... Gotta do... <laughs> You're alright, we, we just gotta do the outro, bro. Oh. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, it looks yeah. like we're running out of time here, bros, so... But we roll on for the road, and we will see you next time on another fabulous episode of Good Buds Podcast. That's right, and don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and yell about this to all of the random people that you see floating around the room right now. They definitely shouldn't be there, but don't question that. Just tell them to go check out our podcast. Show them cool. love. Show us love. Just fucking go love. Also, get out of the house with insidious. Oh God. <gasps> okay, uh yeah, later buds. Later. <laughs>